0: This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio.
1: And on tunein.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile.
0: Contact Talk Radio.
1: Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Seiner. Live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change with world.
2: And today uh, on Real Answers, we're going to be talking about how you can be happier and uh, more fulfilled on a daily basis, even when things go wrong um, uh, and they're just not uh, working out the way that you want them to work out. Interestingly enough, um, one of the things that's been happening today is that, um, you know, there have been some technical difficulties. And uh, that is a perfect example of, um, you know, how you could take an event, everything's going smoothly, and all of a sudden you hit a bump in the road, and then what happens? You ruminate on the bump, you start to think about how uh, that is not um, really, you know, the way that you want things to run. And, and then it spirals out of control. It actually gets worse and worse because once you're in a bad mood, it's like, have you ever felt rushed and in traffic? And then, um, as you're in, um, feeling that rushed and you're starting getting out of sorts and all of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, something happens traffic wise, somebody cuts in front of you. And before you know it, there you are, irritable, maybe yelling. Uh, and uh, feeling grumpy. And then that translates over to when you show up at work or you show up at home. And so, one little thing um, along the way, one thing that maybe doesn't even seem like such a big deal actually winds up, you know, snowballing to take a lot of joy out of your life, a lot of um, the potential for connection for fun, um, for uh, enjoying just um, the, the little things along the way. So I think it's super important that we remember how to switch from a, uh, a kind of like a negative place or when we start looking at things in a negative way, light where we start to switch to um, a more positive light. And some of what we can do is actually preventative. So uh, it's it's developing our ability to be in a positive space. So as we move forward throughout the day, um, it's easier to deal with the bumps along the way. So that is the first one that I have for today is start positive. That means that at the beginning of your day, you're taking a moment to be quiet, to affirm what you want out of the day. Um, you could be journaling about what it is that you want to focus on. And this is really designed to help you be centered, focused, and intentional, right? So let's kind of break those down a little bit um, because sometimes I think that when we talk about something like an affirmation or journaling, um, people can get lost in the process. Um, Affirmations sometimes people will think, Oh, it's going to be the biggest, the best, the most positive. And so what winds up happening is that they don't really believe what it is that they're saying to themselves. And when you do that, it actually takes the power out of the affirmation. So what you want to be is positive, uh, however positive and believable. Uh, so in other words, I had a client say to me, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, I, I, I want to, you know, love myself more. I want to accept myself more. Do I just walk around saying I love myself? I love myself. I said, well, you know, that's probably not going to work um, because it's too far of a stretch for you. You know, this is someone who has a very difficult time really, you know, knowing her own value and, and feeling feeling loved and accepted. So, a better um, affirmation is um, I am uh, every day I'm more and more willing to love myself. Every day I'm finding more and more reasons to love myself. Right? So well, you see what that is? That that puts you in motion, and it's an affirmation that you can get on board with because. Sure, you can look for another way to love yourself or you can take in another half second of love for yourself. And so, when you set up an affirmation that way, it really starts to get you moving rather than stuck because you're making this giant leap that your brain says, well, that's impossible. That's just not how I feel right now, right? There's a, a, you know, it creates a connection rather than a disconnect, right? Now, journaling, can take the form. You can use journaling to journal affirmations, to journal what it, the way that you want to be in your life or be in your day. And uh, specifically, you know, with journaling, it's what it does is it translates your um, your what you're saying to yourself into uh, your physical movement. Right. So that's a that's a really. Important important piece is that we're able to kind of take our, our, our thoughts and then we're, we're actually making them more of a part of reality through movement of our body in the writing or typing, however you do that. And then also in the fact that then there's something that's outside of us that represents this positive thing that we're moving towards. We've already created it in our world, so to speak. Right? So this process of, of creation outside in the world, even if it's like writing a sentence or something like that, really has a very, very positive effect on our ability to be uh, focused in, on what it is that we want. Um, and specifically in this case, um, the the affirmations that we're, we're putting forward for the day. Third on that list was actually about uh, taking a moment to be quiet. This is... Never to be underestimated the power of pausing before you start your day. If you think about it, how often does your day start, you know, with an alarm or waking up knowing that you have a lot of things to do, rolling over into one thing and then another, I mean, especially if you have a stressful job or you have children or something like that, there is very likely that there isn't even a pause in the morning before jumping on board with, um, you know, your day. And uh, from a business perspective, one of the things that Brendan Bru- um, Bruchard says is that, um, you know, really don't look at your email first thing in the morning because what it is, is it's, um, his way of putting it is it's a, a list of other people's to-dos for you. Uh, so his suggestion is to get really clear about what you want to be doing first, which I think is a great recommendation. However, I think even before that is that moment where you stop. And you stop and you take a breath, you settle yourself in, you connect to yourself before you move into even what it is that you want to do for that day. That that pause is so, so valuable um, in our quality of life. One of the things that um, I do on occasion—I'm I'm not die-hard about it or anything—but I, I do Bikram yoga, and um, I a lot of times I do it in the winter to kind of just be warm and have a challenge and things like that. But one of the things that happens is if you've ever done that, it's it's really strenuous. It's very—it's a very challenging practice in a lot of ways. It's very hot yoga, and um, what how, you have a break between. Uh, a certain uh pose, and what happens there is that you learn that when you have exerted yourself, how far just a couple moments of quiet, how recharging they are, how much they can get you on track for whatever it is that you're doing next, if you really allow yourself to sink into that that quiet um so That is the sort of the first on the list for today is about, um, really staying positive and, um, or rather starting positive with your day. So the next one that I have is to really look for good things, um, in, in this once again, I don't I never ascribe to a, kind of just a solely Pollyanna viewpoint of you know just make it happy. I, I really I have a very pragmatic approach to creating happiness and well-being. And um, there is uh, some powerful benefits of learning to find what makes us happy in our day versus unhappy. And if you look at people who are depressed, uh, and you, lo- you listen to the way that they think. You step back from it a second. You'll see that in any situation, that person can point out several things that are wrong. However, they're incapable often of pointing out what was right in the situation. They actually don't have the capacity sometimes to be able to find, well, what, what really made me happy there? What worked out? Because quite honestly, most of the time, more things are working than they're not working. Um, And uh, if we have that perspective on it, right? So as we go about the day, it's really easy to say, oh, you know, I was five minutes late to work. And, you know, then I started this project and I didn't have this one piece that I needed for the project. And uh, another way of looking at that, say with the project, would be, well, yeah, but maybe there are 27 pieces of the project. You were missing one, but you had 26. So those are all things that worked. And then you can look for, you know, solving the problem of the one missing piece. And, um, similarly, as you go about, it's like, um, say you're out on a boat and you're enjoying the day and it's really, you know, it's the sun is shining and the water is beautiful and, um, uh, Um, let me see. I just had a question come in that I would, uh, I would love to answer. So I will get to that right after the break. Um, let me just complete my thought here. And, uh, so what I was saying is that you're on the, you're on the beach. I mean, you're on the boat. The sun is shining. And, um, in that, it's like you're thinking, Oh, this is, this is, this is wonderful. Um, and this suddenly a breeze comes in and things get chilly and everything and you lose sight of the beautiful water. You lose sight of the big blue sky. Uh, sky. You lose sight of the wonderful day that you're having with your friends. And what you're focusing on is, I'm, I'm cold. I don't like this breeze. Why did this have to happen? That kind of thing. Right. So you can take a very good situation and find um, a problem in it, which uh, winds up being a, um, uh, a way to destroy just about any situation. So the recommendation there is really as you're going about your day and as you're looking at your. Uh, any aspect of it, any aspect of it, your uh, walk out to your car in your morning before you you go, the way that breakfast runs, look at all the things that are wonderful. Look at um, the things that are truly working out. Um, And you'll actually see that probably your day is full of about 90% things that work out, if not more. And then the other 10%, Uh, Becomes much less meaningful if you are, um, if you are able to focus on what it is that you really want. Um, so let's see here. Um, moving on, we're going to uh, be taking a break here in just a moment and asking um, you know, when we get back, I will be, uh, connecting with, uh, Rachel, um, and she has a question about how to focus your thinking, um, as you're, um, making your day better. And, uh, now for a break.
0: your chance to be part of the show call 877-230-3062 call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests again that number is 877-230-3062
1: author and educator dr kate signer wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion with 18 years in the field of personal development A Ph.D. in psychology and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit
0: www.katesiner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your core so you can make a difference in the world starting with yourself visit www.katesiner.com. That's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com.
1: Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesiner.com.
2: Uh, this is Dr. Kate Seiner with Real Answers, uh, and we've been talking about ways that you can be happier in day-to-day, and I just discussed about starting your day in a really positive way and then remembering to look for things that are working um, as your day goes along, and we're going to take a moment right now to pause and um, hear from a uh, listener, Rachel, in Kansas.
3: Good morning. Hi, how are you? Doing great. Great. I, uh, I have a dilemma coming up, and I was just wanting to see how to connect to your higher self better than I've been able to do so far. I have a job opportunity that would require me moving out of state but leaving my family behind. Uh huh. It would be a great deal more money to help them here and just not sure if we keep struggling here or go for it.
2: Okay. So um, specifically in the way that your, your question was worded as it came in is like, how do you know if you're thinking properly? So are, are you asking um, whether, you know, how to know if you're uh, thinking about this situation in a way where you can get the right answer for yourself?
0: Correct.
3: Is it just being selfish because I want a new start or is that the best thing for my family or do I stay here
2: right.
0: trying to
3: find which one of the three of me is correct?
2: Uh, well, one of the things that I hear just in what you're saying that I think happens a lot is that people try to solve um, a problem like this with, with their head, right? And they try to they think about it this way and then they think about it that way. And then what happens is is they get stuck because the bottom line is we can think about things from every direction, right?
0: Correct.
2: You know, so it just winds up being more of a problem. So you were saying be more connected to your higher self, which I think is a is um a great first step. Um, so what I would do is, do you have any experience with kind of coming out of your head and sort of moving down into your heart? Yes. Okay. So what I would do is kind of bring your attention, actually, like your awareness out of your head and bring yourself down into your body. And and let's just say specifically for this case, well, into your heart. So you settle down in there, Right. And that's that, if you have experience with that, you're not actually thinking, you know, it's not so much like words or that kind of process. Instead, it's like you're more feeling into the opportunity. And when you think about moving and taking this new job, what does that feel like to you?
3: Well, it's with an old boss. And we worked really well together when we worked together for nine years. And it's
2: kind of That's a thought. What does it feel like?
3: It feels. That part feels great.
2: Okay, so the the boss part feels great.
3: All right. So. so... It's leaving everyone behind that doesn't feel so great. Okay. That's what I'm thinking, thinking, thinking.
2: Right. Right, because that's a hard decision. But let's, let's just walk through this just a little bit more. So once you think about it, let's not go just to the old boss. Just imagine you take this job and you, you show up, right? And, and you're there and you're doing it. You're with your old boss. You're doing the things that you're going to be doing. You're making the extra money. You're in a new location, all of that stuff. What does that feel like? Exciting. Okay, how do you know it feels exciting? What are the physical because sensations you feel?
3: My heart beats a little faster.
2: Okay, great. Perfect. Right, so now you're getting down into the feelings. Now let's turn around. And let's imagine you staying where you are. And same thing, kind of come down and feel what it is that's going on. What does that feel like? Stuck. Okay. All right. So, um, what does that say to you?
3: I know it's obligations that are going through my mind.
2: Okay. So, to me, what I hear you saying is that this prospect is exciting. And that it, you know, to add words to it, it feels like forward movement and to stay feels stuck. I don't know if there's something else that is there as far as a feeling, right? But yeah. that um, in order to move towards excitement, you have to give something up. Does that sound correct. accurate to you? Yes. Okay. So, so the, the thing, I mean, cause sometimes we make really great choices or moving towards something, but we, we do, we, we have to go through a little bit of pain and letting go of something in order to move into that new way of, of life. But the most important thing is to actually get out of your head a little bit where you're like, uh, and move into like, really, what does that feel like? You know, and there's a difference between feeling sad for leaving your family and feeling like it's wrong to leave your family, right? Yes. So, like, if if it felt like, oh, I should not be doing this, not from that obligation kind of place, but I should not be doing this, that would be a different experience. But if it's like, oh, wow, this would mean, like, I would really lose the certain things in my life. Then, you know, you can say, is it worth it for me to have that new experience and those new feelings? See what I'm saying? Yes. Okay.
3: So so, so well, what's your takeaway? We haven't finished negotiations, and I just wanted to get ahead of him, <laughs> get ahead of the game and kind of sit with it before we even finish talking, because uh, the Libra and me just goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I appreciate okay, the help.
2: So- Right. Yeah. So absolutely. So your takeaway from here is one tap into your emotions. That would be a really great thing to do. The other thing is get yourself in the best possible place energetically, take care of yourself, get your rest, get your exercise, whatever you do to get yourself in a good place. And then go into that. What feels right for me to do from that really good place. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much. Alrighty. So uh, those are some, that was a really great question because one of the things that we need to be able to do on our way is to uh, uh, be able to move in the direction of what we want and know when we're choosing it from that deep place. And it's interesting. And the reason that I just chuckled is that my next uh, um, kind of bullet point for today is to be clear on what makes you happy. Right? So there's a couple levels of this, right? So one of them is just knowing what you want from life, right? Uh, You know, do you want alone time? Do you want time with people? You know, is it, you know, is your what makes you happy a really, you know, good home cooked meal, or is it going out? You know, you, you want to really know the the little and big things in life that make you happy. Right. But, you know, moving on and developing that, I think that we can, you know, talk about Rachel's question a little bit. Like, how do you know you're on track? How do you know what is actually going to make you happy? And um, that can sometimes be tricky because we get caught up in all the different aspects of it. And, um, you know, and sometimes we've made choices in our life, we, we've, we've chosen something and, um, it didn't work out the way that we wanted. So we also have our, our fears and our, our regrets that, that come along with us as well. Right. So, um, in, in getting clear on, you know, it's kind of how to, uh, know what is going to make us happy. Part of that is being able to adopt some of these principles and be happier on a regular basis. And part of that is about being able to choose from the highest place inside of ourselves. And so that was kind of the step by step. The step by step was first coming out of your head and connecting in with your emotions so that you have uh, that level of information, the feeling level of information, which is really important. And then the other place is actually moving into the energetic place, a more of the highest energetic place you can be in before making the decision because your decision will actually look different from there. That's why when you go away to like a personal development weekend or um you're working with someone, you might feel really enthusiastic. You're like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do and I know and it's going to look like this. And then all of a sudden you kind of go along a couple days and you're like, oh, maybe that was just crazy that I had that idea and that I thought about doing that. It's because where you are inside yourself has shifted. You're in a different place energetically than you were. Um So when you're when you're when you're looking for what it is that is going to make you happy, ultimately, you want to be in the highest place that you can reach, because that's the place that you'll be able to create the most amount of happiness for yourself. Um, And so I mentioned some of the things um, when I was referring to that when I was talking about that call that help you get in a strong place, right? Um, saying affirmations is one of them eating, eating good food, taking care of your physical body with exercise and good food, um, and good sleep, plenty of water. That is super important. Um, making sure that things in your life are things that, uh, the people in your life are people who support you and support your best interests and that those are the people that you consult. On, a, on, a, on—you know—moving forward or choosing something that um, is a big might make you happy, um, and also that the things what you're surrounded by, your your home, your uh, workplace, are also things that are going to affect how energetically you're feeling on a regular basis. So um, they will contribute or detract from being able to choose things that really make you happy. Um, so um, really, really great uh, thing to be thinking about. Clarity about what makes you happy. And then tools for actually being able to choose that as consistently as possible. And I, I want to actually add a little something in here because sometimes when people make a really big choice and uh, it doesn't work out the way that they want it to, either short term or long term. That then say, oh, I made a mistake is a way of of looking at that. And one of the ways actually to be happier is to recognize that if you're having a difficult time or you're being challenged by a circumstance, um, it is ultimately there to contribute to the unfolding of your well-being and and your happiness. If you look at it that way, Um, if you look at it as, oh, okay, this is helping me select more of what is going to make me happy rather than this is an end result that is blocking me from being happy. So that's a, that's a really great distinguishing point. Um, also another, that would be another great show right there. How to, how to, how to work with that a little bit more. So, um, we'll get back to it at some point in time. And for now, I'd like to just kind of switch topics and look at gratitude and being being thankful. So one is looking for what's right and, and what's working. And the other is just really being able to be appreciative and grateful for what it is that comes our way. This is so important. This is sometimes why people who have very little um, are actually happier than people who have a lot. Um, because they remember to be grateful, uh, it's, and, and so this is something that absolutely everyone can, um, apply in their life. And this is being grateful to yourself, you know, being grateful to your partner, um, uh, your child, a coworker. So this is, you can be grateful to other people. You can be grateful for your home, your health. You can be grateful for a good day. Uh, a great meal. You know, the sky is really the limit as far as all the things that we can be grateful for that we get to experience and, um, and uh, experience by ourselves with the world and also experience um, with another person, the types of connections that we get to experience with another person. This is going to reinforce, um, you know, things that you liked. So it's going to help you be able to see more of it. It's going to help you with looking for it in your life. And a very easy way to say thank you is to stop at the end of your day. And to write down three things that you are grateful for from the day or just say three things that you're grateful for. It could be a great thing for you to do with a child or a partner to remember to stop and just express gratitude um, for for things that happened in the day. Overall, just think about it. Think of one thing that you're grateful for in your life. And chances are you feel a little bit lifted, you know, makes your heart your heart feel a little bit lighter. That's how gratitude works to um, help us be happier on a regular basis and it passes it down the road. When you express gratitude to another person in your life, that's actually giving them a little bit of sunshine. It's giving them a little bit of a lift. They now feel appreciated and seen and all of that is going to then be something like that might remind them to be a little bit more grateful um, or at very least, just give them uh, a sense that things are, you know, things are good. That life is good. People see me; they appreciate me. They're grateful for the things that I do. That's something that it's a very strong human need. So um, that is um, our my fourth point, which is really about remembering to be grateful. And uh, what I'm what we're going to do here in just a moment is um, is come back after our break. I'm going to have a, a question that someone wrote into me before the show to answer. And then we um, will, we'll close up with our following question. If you have any questions that you'd like to ask, um, you're, I would, you're welcome to call in and ask them. The telephone number is eight seven seven. 230 3062. That's 877-230-3062. And this is Real Answers with Dr. Kate Seiner. And we are going to take a short break and I'll be right back.
0: your chance to be part of the show call 877-230-3062 call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests again that number is 877-230-3062
1: author and educator dr. Kate Seiner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion with 18 years in the field of personal development A Ph.D. in psychology and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit
0: www.katesiner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your core so you can make a difference in the world starting with yourself visit www.katesiner.com. That's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com.
1: Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Your personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesiner.com.
2: This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about finding happiness in your day-to-day life. And uh, I have a question from uh, Karin, and she is asking, how do I remember to look for the happy places in my day? So do you have any tips or ideas on how to jolt my mind? into this happy place. So that's really great because you can know that you should do all these things. You could have heard them before. And then the question really becomes, well, how do I remember to do them? And so what are the cues that I can use? And one of the cues that you can use is being uncomfortable. So I, I love working this way. So anything that's a problem, you can turn into a solution simply by, as soon as your awareness goes to it, having it be a cue for doing something that helps you feel better, right? So say you go about your day and, you know, you might be getting progressively more and more unhappy and not be aware of it. Um, and that happens. And then you might get so unhappy that you uh, become aware of it. All of a sudden you're like, oh, what's going on here? I just snapped at someone, for example. Oh, that that's the cue point. And then from there you say okay well what is it that I can do to switch from where I am now into a better mindset. And that's where you might want to use some of these tools. It might be just a matter of like okay let me just think about something that I'm grateful for in my day. Let me redirect. I'm feeling re- really irritable, I'm focusing on the negative. What is it that I could focus on that would redirect my attention. Um, And that, once again, gratitude, what's gone right. Taking a moment to pause and to just say, let me regroup here. Let me just take a breather. Those will be things that you can do when you start to get um, irritated. However, I also like um, music. Um, Self-hypnosis can be helpful. Um, Being creative. Uh, And that would include things like singing, like moving, you know, moving, singing. All of those things are going to start to shift you from that negative place into a more positive place. Right? So, you know, you can either stay focused on being irritable right? Or you can have the presence of mind to say, I'm irritable right now. How about I focus on something that's going to make me happy? I'm going to play a song that's going to be exciting for me. I'm going to think, what what would make me, you know, what would make me happy? You know, like, is there a favorite food that I can eat? Or um, is there something I can plan for this evening that I would be, feel really excited about, right? Those Those are things that would kind of Switch you over from being focused in the negative to being focused in a more, um, positive way. Okay. So, uh, our last, you know, kind of building from that, um, the, the last point that I have for today, um, and if there's enough time, I'll, I'll see if I can answer another question that I have. But, uh, the last one is about slowing down. We've talked so much about this, uh, you know, as, as people, it's become such an, a crisis in, in our, our world is um, just moving so fast and doing so much that um, we, we lose sight of, of life and what really matters and as a matter of fact now that i i you know kind of look at some of the the questions that uh got sent in one of the, one of the questions here is i get so wrapped up in um what i need to do that i'm not even sure what i like to do anymore right that's a perfect perfect example of being so busy that you lose that connection with yourself that allows you to really um really enjoy life, really be happy. Right? So, so how do we slow down? Right? Uh, One is remembering to slow down, right? So kind of the same thing. Um, I I have this thing where if I get, I I do a lot, right? So I can be really busy. And um, one of the things that will happen is if I'm doing too much is I can actually feel my shoulders raising up and this tension happening in my back, right? That's That's a cue for me, a physical cue that I've been really, I've been pushing too hard. I'm working too hard um and so that cue is actually can be a, a moment to say oh okay look the things are out of whack for me and it's time for me to maybe just take a few deep breaths once again deep breathing you can use it to solve so many different problems but um from you know being able to feel our emotions more to being able to relax our system but the deep breathing actually relaxes our nervous system and it allows us then to start relating to our world differently, right? So I feel my shoulders come up. They're up by my ears. I've got that tension through my neck and shoulders. I remember oh, I can squeeze them up, drop them down, take a nice deep breath, and start to pay attention to what's in front of me, right? What, what are the nuances of what is in front of me? Right. Is it a meal that I'm wolfing down because I need to get to the next thing? Can I slow down and just remember, even if it's just for one bite, to really taste it? Am I rushing through listening to a friend or my child um, because I've got, you know, so much on my mind that I can't even really take them in anymore? Right? I can do the same thing. Just remember just a moment to shift and to start to really pay attention to what it is that's going on. And, you know, it might not be that there's a problem. Sometimes we pay attention when there is a problem, but in order to be happier, it's also about paying attention where maybe it's not as pressing, where it doesn't demand that we pay attention to it. But if we choose to pay attention to it, we get so much more out of life. So you can actually put some time aside to slow down. If this is something that's challenging for you, you could say, I'm going to take five minutes out of my day, right, and I'm going to go for a walk, and I'm just going to notice the things that are around me, right, or I'm going to sit on the couch, and I'm just going to notice the things that are around me. And it doesn't even have to be five minutes. Bottom line is that one minute is fabulous. But stopping and just slowing down enough to be able to take in all of the different pieces that are in your environment. It could be, you know, the way a house plant is growing, a piece of art that you have on the wall, it could be sounds that are in your environment but really taking in the the richness and the quality of what you're surrounded by, right? And that adds another piece of that is, is, you know, putting yourself in environments where there are things that you want to savor. And that will actually, those two things will work hand in hand, okay? So going back to that question, and relating it there to the slowing things down. So I get so wrapped up in what I need to do. I'm not even sure what I'd like to do anymore. Such a, such a big, big topic. So, you know, how many, how many, uh, people either you or people you know, have endless lists of what they need to do in the course of the day, that they're running from one thing to another constantly, that, you know, they have kids to take care of, they have demands at work, they have, you know, everything to take care of at home, and they're just doing, 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 doing all of the time, right? And um and, and in that place, what happens is we get so overloaded that we lose a deeper connection with ourself. That's the distinguishing piece of that particular question. Right? So um in the in the first one I was saying, just slow down, stop, take a look at what's around you, learn to savor what it is that's in your life. And in this the, the, the solution to it is take a, slow down, take a moment to connect with yourself. Right? Because if you don't connect with yourself, it becomes so challenging to create a life that you're happy with. Right? You don't, you don't even know. Right? It just feels kind of empty on the inside. So people say to me, they're just like, I just feel kind of empty on the inside. I actually think that even my life is okay. I, I like a lot of the things in my life in the sense that they're good, but I actually don't know if they're really connected to who I am, if they really make me happy. Right? So we need to be connected to ourselves in order to create a life that we're um, happy with. And so where, what do we do? How do we get started with this? Um, and wonderful. There's some really wonderful exercises that can be done. And um, one is just to write down all the things that you've ever liked in your life. It's, it's just your list of things you've ever liked. You know, maybe you like to ride a bike when you were a kid or um, swim or maybe you one time went and picked some apples and you really liked it. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be big or small. Maybe there was a book you like to read. So anything and everything that you liked at any point in time. And that's just to get started on, um, you know, looking for things that are you know, enjoyable to you. And then from that point, you can start to, uh, really be able to uh, look at that list and say, okay, which of these are things that, um, kind of like the themes that start to come forward. That's what, you know, it's like, what are these things that like, what, what comes up here? Maybe there's something about travel or, you know, education or, or food or, um, creativity or something like that. Right. So you can start to see these patterns of things that you like, and then you can lean into those a little bit. Right. So say you see a pattern around, um, food, I love food. (laughs) So say you can see a pattern around food and you see, oh, you like to pick those apples and, you know, you made some applesauce and you saw that you also, um, you know, uh, cooked Thanksgiving dinner and that kind of stuff, right? And you start to see, oh, those were things that I like to do. So now you can think, what could I do from, from there? How how could I put some of that in my life, right? So if I know I kind of have this interest and I haven't been doing it because I've been so busy, how is it that I could put that in my life? Like maybe I could plan a dinner party, right? And that would be a step in that direction. Maybe I could cook a special meal once a week. Um, maybe I could um, look for a new style of cooking, that I want to explore, right? So that would be kind of like doing more of the things that you you like and that make you happy. And then on the on the flip side of that, you know, uh, you know, there's there's doing more of it, and then you can actually take in how that was for you. Is that something? Did did I enjoy myself while I was there? While I was doing that, that informs you. Is this something I'm still interested in? Does this make me happy now? The other thing that you can do is you might notice that you are doing some of the things that you really enjoy, but you're actually not happy while you're doing them because you're so wrapped up in the 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 doing, the busyness of things. And at that point, what you can just just remember to slow down, maybe take something off your plate, but take a moment to just stop before what you what you know, this thing that you like to do and do that, you know, take a breath and then focus, pay attention to what it is that you're doing. You pay attention to how you're feeling as you're doing it. And, you know, the positive feelings that are coming from that so that you're actually increasing kind of what you're, what you're drawing from that experience, the happiness that you're drawing from that experience. Okay. So that's a, Another way to sort of work with this idea, this, um, of slowing down. So, you know, the, the bottom line is, is that no matter how bad a time might seem, you know, there's always something positive that's going on. And that if we wait for life to be perfect in order to be happy, we're never really going to be happy. It really is a matter of being able to deal with the bumps and the, the challenges of life. And then also, um, be able to focus and remind ourselves about the, the good things that come along. And, and in that, what we do is like, instead of kind of like fighting with life to get our happiness out of it, we really do start to know and understand how much of an inside job it is and how much control we have over how we're feeling and how much happiness we're feeling on a regular basis. And this is incredibly empowering, incredibly empowering to move into that space. Um, so with that, we're wrapping up this topic about how to be happier, how to bring more happiness into your life, how to even have a sunny attitude in bad weather or bad circumstances, and um, to open ourselves up to just the small, small things in life that will make dramatic changes in, in you know, how we're feeling and um, as we go about the day. So I want to thank you so much for uh, joining me today. And um, I'm looking forward to connecting with you again next week um, on Real Answers. And uh, thank you very much. This is Dr. Kate Seiner, Real Answers Radio. Talk to you next week.
1: You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Seiner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesigner.com with Dr. Kate and see
2: how she can help.